Rusty Quill presents. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, now that's over, what do I do with myself? Oh my god. This desk is a mess. Is that a... Oh my god, there's another one here. <laughs> Do I? Oh, what the hell. I don't want it to be over yet. This is entry 3132. Titled, Harvey the Duck. Written and submitted to the exchange for my member going by the name H.M. Radcliffe. Recorded by D. I never believed in manifestation. That's the kind of stuff you hear about on Oprah and stuff like that. I'm still not entirely sure if I'm convinced that that's what it was. Or if there was something even weirder at play. Something I may never understand. It started at, of all the most predictable places, a yard sale. The woman running it had a certain twice-divorced look about her, and those yard sales are kind of always the best. You know what I'm talking about. So... Of course, I checked it out. There wasn't really much there, it was kind of a disappointment. 
One table had all the usual yard sale suspects, like kitchen stuff with half the parts missing. And then there were books. Lots of books. I prefer books to half-functioning stand mixers, so I headed that way. That's when I found the duck. It wasn't like one of the ones you typically see sitting around old people's houses. This was a small, hand-carved wooden duck. It just fits into the palm of your hand, and it was surprisingly heavy for its size. And only had one beady red eye, and the feathers came to little points. Kind of like a meat tenderizer. I guess you could say it was kind of cute in a creepy sort of way. So, anyways, I felt bad just leaving empty-handed, so I picked out some books. And then in an effort to prevent any more awkward pauses while she fumbled with the card reader, I asked about the duck. Ah, it belonged to my ex-husband, she said. I'll throw it in for a dollar if you want it. And me not to turn down a one-dollar duck, I said sure. And like that, the duck was added to my books. I took the box home and unloaded everything. I stacked the books on my reading table, and I put the duck kind of right on top, like a little monument. There wasn't really anything strange about it. The cat gave it a few sniffs, and for months it maintained a completely unremarkable presence on the table. Fast forward. Every October, my workplace does a white elephant gift exchange for the holidays. We usually do it early in the fall because a lot of people ask off for Thanksgiving and Christmas, so it's one of the few times when we can all get together. I should explain that I never really did fit in with office culture. In fact, I'd planned on skipping it. But no, I was mentoring the new girl, Jessie, and needed to exemplify the company's culture code. It was clearly a ploy by my manager for me to be more social, since I'm not usually much of a participator. I knew from previous years that the exchange would have all the usual stuff you'd probably buy someone you didn't really like for less than $25. Yeah. Screw that. My morbid sense of humor overcame, and I was struck with a terrible idea. I took the duck and stuffed it into a black gift bag along with a sage smudge stick and a card, on which I wrote, Congratulations! You are now the proud owner of Harvey, the probably haunted duck. In the event of strange sounds or other odd occurrences, burn this sage and the restless spirits within will be contained. And like that... Harvey and I went to the White Elephant Gift Exchange. I put the black gift bag behind all of the other very normal-looking gifts. And then came Jessie, the new girl with the energy of a Labrador retriever and the aesthetic of a Pomeranian. And I was swept away into the party. Jessie had been adamant that we were going to be the best of friends, and I was a captive audience for her daily oversharing. She was determined to make me open up to her if it killed her. I wanted nothing more than to be able to walk into the office in the morning, put in my headphones, and tune out all of the mundane surface workplace banter. And now, the moment I walked into the door every morning, I had Jessie. And now I found myself standing with Jessie at an open bar, toasting White Claws. Then the gift exchange began. We pulled numbers out of a hat and took turns walking up to the pile of gifts, picking one, opening it up, acting surprised, and holding it up for everyone to see in a display of who's responsible for this horrible ceramic mug in the shape of a cactus, which, by the way, is what I got. The exchange wore on. Harvey was one of the few remaining gifts to be chosen. Jessie's number was up. Of course she'd be the one to get Harvey. 
She reached for the black bag, and I braced myself for what I thought would be hilarious. She opened the card and read it out loud. Congratulations. You are now the proud owner of Harvey, the probably haunted duck. In the event of strange sounds or other odd occurrences, burn this sage and the restless spirits within will be contained? The gag earned a confused murmur and scattered uncomfortable laughter from our co-workers, most of whom had given and received the usual smattering of funny ties and regrettable sweaters and were actually wearing them. Jessie thanked me for the sage stick, made a polite display of accepting the duck, and tried her best to seem genuinely interested in it. Then everyone went home, and in the following days the party was pretty much forgotten as the workplace moved into busy mode. Suddenly... Jesse walked into work and said, Oh my God, you're not going to believe what happened with the duck. Then she spun into a story, something, something misplaced house keys. I got the impression that she was humoring me, trying to patch up what was ultimately a pretty awkward exchange. Or maybe she just liked the attention. A few days later, it happened again. Oh my God, the duck. Harvey's stories became a regular topic of office intrigue. I knew it was a normal duck, but now, in Jessie's hands, Harvey was the source of strange sounds in the night, knocking on her front door, always in sets of three. Footsteps, weird shadows, things of that nature. This continued for a week or so, before Jessie came into work one day, and apparently hadn't slept. After yet another night of Harvey antics, she had put Harvey outside. The events, she said, were starting to feel like more than petty hauntings. She actually felt threatened. I mean, I thought it was kind of nice because this version of Jessie was withdrawn and quiet, allowing me to get some actual work done. But that kind of thing can only really go on for so long before you feel kind of terrible. So I broke down and offered to take Harvey back, but stopped short of admitting that it was all a lie. I mean, what was I going to say? Harvey isn't haunted, he's just a one-dollar duck I purchased from a twice-divorced woman with tattooed eyebrows. Yeah, that wasn't going to go over. Our co-workers were so invested in Harvey's hauntings, and they would have been pissed. I admit, it was mean. And I felt even worse when she just smiled and told me that she was being paranoid. That it was okay. It was not okay. But there was something a little off in a different way. And a big part of me wondered if this was her way of getting me back. That she knew it was a cruel joke all this time and was perpetuating it. And I silently maintained that until the day that Jessie didn't show up for work. She didn't come in the next day either. Several people tried calling, including me, but there was no answer. After work, I got into my car and drove to Jessie's apartment. I climbed the stairs to the door and knocked three times. When there wasn't an answer, I pulled her house keys out of my pocket and opened the door. Harvey was sitting on the kitchen island, covered in blood. Nearby, a half-burnt sage smudge stick. Jessie really tried to keep those restless spirits at bay, but it didn't work. Maybe I believe in manifestation, maybe I don't. But that crap sure has one thing right. It's not about making the universe do your dirty work. It's about aligning your thoughts and actions with your goals to create positive change in your life. 
Thanks, Oprah. Tiny Terrors is an anthology horror podcast produced by Pulp Audio and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. This episode was directed by Cole Weavers, with sound production and editing by Mike Lebeau. To find additional information or to join our Patreon for additional content and ad-free episodes, visit our website, www.tinyterrorspod.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Tiny Terrors Pod. Or join the Pulp Audio Discord by clicking the link in the description below. Rate and review us on Spotify and Apple. And finally, thanks for listening. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.